Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thanks to everyone who's been sharing the podcast and also shared that video for us. We greatly appreciate it. Let's talk today about patience. Um, Patience, uh, we all know that patience is a virtue, but the Bible actually has a lot to say about patience. Um, For me, there was a time in my life, and I've talked about it before on this podcast, but when I was in a relationship that um, was bringing a lot of confusion into my life, and I really was seeking the Lord if this person was supposed to be the one for me. And uh, I took a time, I set aside time to to really seek the Lord and um, took 10 days where we didn't have contact and I was seeking the Lord. And then I just knew and coming out of that, I'd end up breaking the relationship off. It wasn't the right thing. But um, in that time of seeking the Lord, the Lord spoke two very specific things to my heart, two major things um, to my heart. Number one, the very first thing that he said was, don't be hasty. The very first thing that he said, don't be hasty. The next thing that he said is that uh, the Lord showed me that persecutions were guaranteed. And up until that point, I know you you, you hear that preached and you read it in the Bible, but I knew that um, for me as a Christian to expect persecution, I, I knew I needed to adjust my heart to know that persecutions are coming. But, but that really spoke to me about don't be hasty because for us, you know, there's people um, who uh, we, we want things a certain way. And so especially young people, there tends to be an impatience uh, to what God is doing. Man, God's doing something. And then, you know, the Lord will speak a word to our heart and then we want to have it the next day. You know, I, I, I received a word when I was about to be eight years old that I was called to the ministry and I was called to preach the gospel. And I remember at the time I was in South Africa, and I remember this, that same Sunday after service, someone came up and said, oh, you'll be like so-and-so. And they mentioned a, ch- a child who was in the singing ministry and was also getting opportunities to speak. And he was a little bit older than me. And they said, oh, you'll be like him. Like this grown-up was telling me, I, <laughs> I know you're eight years old, but look, God's going to put you in the ministry and you could be like this child prodigy who's ministering. But that's just how humans want it. They want it to be quick. They want it right now. And so then it went from there. And then when I was 15 on my 15th birthday, so what are we looking at? Seven years later, the Lord spoke to me again and said, study to show yourself approved. And that was like the major word for my life. And so for me, when I went to Bible school, I started Bible school at 16, graduated, excuse me, uh, yeah, started Bible school at 16, graduated the three-year program towards the end of my 18th year, and and fully expected at 18, okay, I've studied, I've been to Bible school, I've studied to show myself approved, now I'm ready to launch into ministry. But for the Lord, I think a lot of things move move slower, and the Bible says God's not slack concerning His promises, He's not slow concerning His promises, but really it's about allowing ourselves to be at a place where the Lord can work in our heart and the Lord can trust us. And for many people, they're just not willing to submit to the process. Now being in the ministry and getting to see people who come and and get this idea of how, you know, and I believe for many people, there's people who in my graduating class who went into the ministry, but they were, they were people who were like ready. They were prepared. They had practical things down, but people have this idea of like, yeah, I, I may not know how to balance a checkbook and I may not know how to pay bills and I may, you know, uh, not even do my own laundry, but somehow the Lord's going to launch me into ministry and I'm going to shake nations. And it's like, I'm not saying that can't happen, but the Lord needs to grow us up so that we're stable. And so the Bible talks about letting your roots go down deep. And that's a, that's a work of patience. Roots go, don't go down deep overnight. There's a specific type of bamboo that when you plant it, it grows 
very it it grows um, very 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 slowly, and so over the course of years and years, it'll grow a couple feet, it'll grow, but then when it gets to it's like I don't know if it's year twenty or twenty five or something like that, it shoots up and it'll grow fifty to sixty feet in a single year after it's been planted for a number of years, it just shoots up, and so for us there's there's this thing of like people want it quickly. Um, James chapter one, let me read this to you. Verse four, it says, well, let me read verse three. It says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. How many have had their faith tried before? You know, God has given you all the faith that you need, but if the faith is not tried, it's not proven. So once the faith is tried, it works patience. Then the next time you go through something, and let's just say financially, you go through something where there's a difficulty and, hey, there's something coming up and I don't know what's going to happen, you, you're, that your faith is tried. When you stand in faith and you see the victory, it works patience. So then you know the next time that comes up, hey, I dealt with this before. And that's how faith is exercised. And then verse 4 says, but let or allow patience to have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. You know, patience is what keeps people going when the circumstances are saying, everything is opposite. You know, there's people who come to Bible school, there's people who take a step in the, re- the direction of what the Lord has asked them to do. And if there's one bump in the road, they bail. There's no patience. There's no roots, right? But God is looking for people who will stop and say, I'm not going to be hasty. I'm not going to make quick decisions. And especially I want to speak to the young people who aren't married, the people who aren't married, who are believing the Lord for a spouse. You may be believing the Lord for the spouse now. You may not be. You may be saying, hey, it's going to be down the road. But I want to ask you, don't be hasty. You know, don't make quick decisions. Too many people rush into things and they find themselves in trouble because if I had, if I've sat down with 10 people and I've heard uh, all 10 of them say, I've heard from the Lord that this is my spouse, I would say it's probably 50-50 of the amount, the people who look back and say, man, I'm so glad I I didn't pursue it with that person because they weren't for me. The Lord had better things. And so it's crazy people, oh, I heard from the Lord. But they're not saying, oh, I heard an audible voice, so the Lord spoke to me. They're just saying, I feel peace. But for them, this peace is actually an excitement. There's people who get into a relationship and they're just excited to be in a relationship. And they're like, I feel peace about this. I know this is my spouse. You better figure that, you better figure that out. You better be on your face before the Lord. You better fast and pray. You better know that you know that you know. You know, I heard from the Lord. And so I knew there was this confidence in my heart. There was a there was a confidence and I just knew no one could talk me out of it. But many people are hard and I'm not saying my listeners are. <laughs> There's many people who are hard headed about these things and it's really a it's really because of an impatience. James chapter four um, goes along with that and it says, From where do wars and fightings come among you? Don't they come even hence? Let me read this in the NLT. Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and you kill to get. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And when you and when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. You know, many people, the, the King James says, you, you, you have not because you ask amiss. So there's ways that people ask, and they're asking is, Lord, hook me up with that person. And there's really just an impatience. I see people who go through major shortcomings in their life, major falls in their life, and then, 
oh, I just knew the Lord needed a time to heal my heart. And then you talk to them two weeks later and they're like, yeah, the Lord did the work. <laughs> and, and you know, for me, I believe like things like healing. The Lord instantly heals people. It doesn't have to take a long time. And I say those things to encourage people. But many people go through major character issues and then, oh, the Lord's been working. And then all of a sudden, a week later, they want to be ready to, for, to lead again because the Lord's done a work. That's not how this thing works. Yes, the Lord can restore, but there's a time where you take time, months, years, where you just say, Lord, I'm seeking you because I'm not willing to miss it again. Too many people, the foundation is not there. And so when the structure, the moment the structure gets above the first level, it's going to crumble and they won't be able to handle any success. They won't be able to handle any, any victory. And for me, I'm just not willing. I've prayed prayers. I've said, Lord, if there's pride in my heart that'll get lifted up, don't promote me. I, I'm not willing to go to hell over over pride. I'm not willing. The Bible says pride comes before destruction. I'm not willing to do it. Lord, I, I cry out to the Lord. Lord, I'm asking for this. I'm, Lord, move mightily on my behalf. There's things that I'm praying and, and contending for in this in the spiritual realm. But, but along with it, I say, Lord, if I'm not ready, please don't promote me. If I'm not ready for it. Same prayer I prayed for my wife. Lord, if I'm not ready for her, if I'm going to hurt her, don't promote me. There needs to be that patience on the inside of us that says, Lord, I'm committed to do your word. I'm committed to walk in holiness. I'm committed to prove myself, Father, in your time. Don't let me get promoted too soon. Father, don't let me miss it because of timidity, but don't let me get promoted too soon. I know you have a great plan for me. I know it's good plans, but God, don't let me step out early. We should all be praying in our own private time. Father, don't let me miss it. Don't let me make any missteps. Lord, with my spouse, don't let me miss it. Don't let me look at the wrong one. Protect me from the wrong one. Lord, keep me from those people and, and, and don't let me miss it. Because you put a guard around your heart. You have to, you have to choose to, to say, Lord, there's things that I know are going to take time. You know, I was reading through some old notebooks of mine and I'm writing in these notebooks about my future wife. And I looked at the date and some of it was 2013, 2014. And I'm talking about waiting for a wife and, and, and looking forward to a wife. And I was imagining being married and having a child. And, and, and that was in 2014. And here we are six years later. I've been married since 2016, but six years later, I'm 33 years old now. I mean, some of these things, they take time. I actually, in my marriage vows, I prayed, I said, Lord, I, it was kind of done. I did into a spoken word um, sort of thing in my my vows, but I said, I, uh, I asked God for um, patience, and then a couple of years went by, so I asked God for younger, and then you caught my eye, was my, my line to Krista. But it's the true. I said, God, don't let me find her until I'm mature enough not to hurt her. And the Lord took me up on that. I was in my probably low to mid-20s when I prayed that, and then I, here I am getting married at, at 30 years old, you know? The Lord will take you up on those things. But a decision on the inside to say, I'm going to allow patience to have a perfect work. There's a scripture in Proverbs I want to read to you, two of them actually, and it says, um, this is Proverbs uh, 14, if I'm not mistaken, verse 15, only simpletons believe everything they're told. The prudent carefully consider their steps. The wise are cautious and avoid danger. Fools plunge ahead with reckless confidence. That's where that, that, that saying comes from. Only fools rush in where angels feel, fear, fear to tread, or the shorter version, only fools rush in. And then this next one, 
Proverbs 19, verse 2 and 3, and it says, Enthusiasm without knowledge is no good. Haste makes mistakes. I want you to say that with me. Haste makes mistakes. When the Lord spoke to me, He said, Don't be hasty. Slow down. There are decisions that you don't need to make quickly. Take counsel. The Bible says in the multitude of counselors, there's safety. Take counsel. Don't be in a rush. For me, making good decisions comes from a place of of being willing to take my time and make my decisions. There's times where by the Holy Ghost, I know that I know that I know. But then always when that happens, the people that God has put in my life that are closest to me, they're going to confirm it. They're going to say, absolutely. And it's going to be something that we feel the anointing on. But many people just rush ahead out of impatience, especially when you start to look, you know, this last week, you start to look at what's happening and you see, man, we're coming towards the end of days. And so many people, there's this thing of like, well, I, I need to do, I need to be doing something right now. But the Bible says God brings men up and brings men down. It's God who promotes and God who accelerates. So as long as you're doing what the Holy Ghost has told you to do, don't be in a rush. Haste makes mistakes. Don't be someone who, who makes mistakes because you were hasty and you were just looking to do things your way. God is... Uh, has a plan. He has a timeline. There's things that he wants to do in your life. There's things that he's working on. There's works that have to be done that if you're impatient, you'll short circuit. Please, I'm asking, let God do the work that that he wants to do. Be patient. Let him lead you. Let him open the doors at the right time. Take it slow and see what God will do for you. Amen. The Bible says those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Those two together. I pray that God blesses you this week. You have the best rest of the week that you've ever had. You gain strength. You gain wisdom. You you live in joy. And that this ends up being the best month of your life in Jesus' name. Amen.